Previously on Verbal Discharge. Um, okay, episode 75 is live coverage from Jordan's funeral. Um, <laughs> the 75th episode would be live coverage from Jordan's funeral. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, episode 75 uh, from Jordan's funeral is our funniest episode ever. What do you, and what, what do you said think would finally kill Jordan? I mean, will, I've tried several I, times. I've will, nothing's happening. He died of gas poisoning a mere hour after the recording of episode 73. Gas poisoning? Gas poisoning. What kind of gas? As I remember, episode 75 is going to be our funniest episode ever. Anti-Jordan <laughs> yeah. gas. Live from, from Jordan's funeral. funeral. Yeah. <laughs> from Jordan's funeral, yeah. Robbie. The funniest episode <laughs> ever. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be funny. I'm just saying it's going to be funnier <laughs> than our previous 74. <laughs> Verbal Discharge. Discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squid. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. gathered here today in loving memory of Jordan Daniel Leonard Reynolds who died suddenly and tragically just eight minutes ago. A life taken from us far too young under the most tragic of circumstances. We are here today as his most loyal friends and family. We are those who shall miss Jordan the most. It's not a competition but we are. Hello also to the literally millions of listening in to this funeral in podcast form. This is the first time a comedy podcast has ever live broadcast a funeral. And we hope the experience shall be eye-opening for everyone involved. If you would, please join us as we look back on the life, times, love, hope, friendship and general existence of Telford's sexiest man. Jordan Reynolds, a man whom we all shall miss. A loving husband and father of twin girls, Jordan was a talented musician who kept his true identity as R.E.M. guitarist Peter Buck secret to all. Born in 1956, Jordan is really, really old, and frankly it's probably about time he was dead anyway. His successful career as an axe slayer was matched only by his mildly successful career in comedy. Reinventing himself as a young boy from Telford in 1992, Peter got so deep into character he forgot he was ever even in R.E.M. Whilst the Jordan Reynolds character was initially intended as an elaborate joke, Peter became attached to Jordan, and in time became Jordan, just as we all came to know Jordan. It all came full circle when Jordan was one of the founding members of Derby's top comedy podcast, Verbal Discharge. The only photogenic member of the group, there was some debate as to whether Jordan was genuinely really, 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 really handsome, or whether he was just really handsome, but standing next to individuals who looked like a hairy chicken nugget, bespectacled David Morrissey, and an adolescent boy dressed as an early noughties David Bowie for Halloween, made him look even hotter than he already was. Although, like, I'm looking down at his body now, and I can tell you he is not the only stiff in the room. 
It was these dashing good looks that saw him crowned Telford's sexiest man 16 years in a row, beating out Blackburn Rovers centre forward Elliot Bennett and Freeman from Shrewsbury who claimed to have an arm from Telford so therefore qualified. He held the title for 16 straight years and should probably continue to hold it for some time if his sexy sexy corpse is anything to go by. He must he must have one hell of an embalmer. I want to I want to get his number and hire him for my aunt. If you could please turn to page 18 in your festival program could the congregation please rise and sing hymn number 14? Somebody the world is gone down the railway. I am the sharpest to see the shepherds. She was the most kind of dumb with her fame and her tongue in the shape of an owl on her Really blew my britches off. I, I mean, shit. That, uh, that was fantastic. I, I haven't heard choir singing since that, or like that, since, since the festival, the festival of the young and supple. Never, never mind. That, that was in the past, and all of the charges were dropped. Now we're gathered here, obviously, to commit unto the flames or the earth or whichever one his family has outlined the remains of Jordan D. L. Reynolds, probably. I thank you all for singing the choir number. Now we we have another speaker coming on, and his name is, is James Bosson. He's very good. Here he is. This is definitely him now. Thank you. Jordan Reynolds. Man. Confirmed. Myth. Most likely. Visionary? Perhaps. Dead? Certainly. This week we were all saddened by the news of Jordan's death. Not even Jordan's long-standing death prophecy could have anticipated his untimely demise. Jordan achieved the impossible. Jordan did more than any one person ever could. Jordan was both a lover and a fighter. As in, he loved to fight. So rarely would a day pass when he would not hurl himself at a pedestrian or unfortunate passerby and start violently assaulting them. We who knew him best knew him in a way that only a person who has forcibly restrained another person in conflict truly could. Jordan truly was a monster, but he was our monster. In spite of all his flaws, and Lord knows there were many, like literally dozens, 
Jordan was our friend. He was a dedicated and extremely talented man who never truly grasped his own limits because he never reached them. Jordan craved knowledge and experience like no one I've ever known. He always sought to learn a new skill or refine his knowledge of anything that caught his interest. Without even realising he was doing it, Jordan effortlessly led a more meaningful and fulfilling life than many of us will ever know. Jordan will be missed by all those he touched for many years to come, especially those kids. He was truly one of a kind, and none will ever replace him. Similarly, open casting calls for a replacement member of verbal discharge will begin next Wednesday at the Derby North Community Centre. No experience necessary, incredibly small shoes to fill. Attached to this speech is a complete 21-page document of every time Jordan's mere existence has offended me or damaged my delicate sensibilities. May he rot forever in the fires of hell. Amen. Thank you, James. That was that was okay. It wasn't anything to write home about, but you, you just about managed the job that you were supposed to be doing. Well... I see that we're all still here, even though a few of you have tried to sneak out of the back. I would like to assure you the doors will be unlocked at the end of the service and you are free to leave. But it is a sign of grave disrespect to the deceased to leave partway through the funeral. The funeral. Please now... Put whatever change or jewellery you can into the donations basket that is being passed around. The church steeple is horrendously undermanaged. The, the, the pigeons have gotten in it and we can't quite get rid of them. And We need to hire someone or maybe, maybe an intrepid child to climb up atop the church roof, perhaps with a BB gun. And clear the little winged devils out. Once, once that's all, all taken care of, then we can go about rebuilding the steeple with some, sorry, I meant all of the money that we had donated and not buy new rims for my car. Why are we here? Oh, yes, Jordan, Jordan Reynolds. He's, he is dead. Coming up now... We have his his friend, who is of inexplicably French descent. I think his name's Pierre or Jean Claude or something something French. Maybe he's Bonaparte. Who knows? Anyway, here he is. It is with great sadness that I am here to mark the the tragic passing of the Jordan Reynolds. Uh, I first met the Jordan when I slept with his wife um, back in 2009. Uh, it was on that fateful day that when he burst in and he said, Zutalos, you are sleeping with my wife! That I knew we would be firm friends. Uh, just a few weeks beforehand, I had been... I, I, I had been through a, a difficult time myself um, as I had walked in on my wife um, and... My other wife had had uh, extramarital relations. It was a it was a tough period for me, and it was really knowing the Jordan Reynolds that got me through it. And it was only through this 
this tough relationship that I was able to rediscover my love of life. It was Jordan Reynolds who taught me that there is more to life than baguettes and garlic. I did not believe him for quite a while. That, that was the pause for the laugh. It, this is French humour. I understand that you clearly do not get it in your tiny little England, your Angleterre. Uh, but it was when I first met Jordan that I discovered there was more to life. And it is for him I am grateful for the fact that I now know that there are things other than cheese. So, thank you, Jordan. May you rest in peace, and may your widow come to me. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pierre, or whoever that was. Up next to lament the tragic, tragic demise of Jordan Reynolds is none other than infamous, legendary, considerably better than Jordan's superstar we all know and love. And his name is Michael Caine. Michael, come up here, you. Come on, step up to the stand, why don't you? Right this way. Michael Caine, everybody. Words cannot express how unhappy I, Michael Catton, am at the death of Master Jordan Reynolds. He truly was one of a kind. I cannot count how many times he made me the most delicious meal I have ever eaten. He was a friend and several times a lover. I remember very fondly one summer we had in the Adriatic Sea, drinking fine wines and eating exquisite Italian cheeses. Each and every single night, Jordan would carry me in his arms down to the boathouse. And he would take me Michael Caine, swimming across the lake. And it was ice cold, but I knew, no matter what, I could always return to Jordan's warm embrace. He was always there for me when I needed him. And I was always there for him when he needed me. I will never have a friend quite like him or indeed a lover quite like him god bless you jordan reynolds you still owe me 20 pounds thank you thank you michael you really are a blessing to us all you're a credit to your nation and you are fucking sick in the dark knife rises. That speech you did were about, I will not bury you, that, that, that really was, you smashed it out of the park. You couldn't have done a better job. 
And coming up now, we have a curious bovine friend who has insisted on speaking at this event. I'm not really sure what the deal is. I don't really know why he's here, but we can all just hope for the best. Along with him now is his translator, who looks suspiciously like a member of Verbal Discharge. Take it away, cow. Jordan Reynolds was a loyal and devoted friend. He was one of my favourite people in the world, and someone I very much felt I could rely on. Note the word was, because that's all in the past. I stopped trusting that little shit after he shot my brother Clyde in a field in Telford or something. That's right, Jordan Reynolds is a murderer. Whilst Reynolds was in army cadets, he shot a cow in the face. He claimed it was a mercy killing. He claimed it was kind. It was generous. But another thing people don't know about Jordan is that he was a trained vet, having worked as one between 1998 and 2004 in the Telford Veterinary Clinic in Gloucestershire. His expertise was saving cows' lives, but then, one day, when Jordan was just six years old, a cow killed his mother and planted a dog called Toby Toby in his place. It was not Clyde that shot his mother. It was not any relative of Clyde, nor any relative of mine. It was just a cow. It was a random cow, which admittedly sounds like a publishing house, which is probably what... Jordan would like he'd probably start a publishing house called Random Cow because he takes pride in the fact that he shot my brother in the face but not only is Jordan Reynolds a cow murderer he's a cow racist he shot my brother simply because he was a cow not because of the colour of his leather he was a founding member of the Cow Klux Klan and continues to work with the CCC to this day I know this is a day for remembering all the good he did but moo that guy, and moo to his family too, especially his dead imposter dog mum. Moo, moo, moo. Could the congregation please rise and listen to some of Jordan Reynolds' proudest achievements? Jordan Reynolds truly was an incredible man. Nobody ever doubted that. You only have to look at all the things he achieved. In 2007, he became the first dentist to win the Palm Door and Strictly Come Dancing in the same year. The impact Jordan Reynolds had on human history is simply remarkable. So I am going to remark on it. When Jordan was just eight years old, he invented eight-year-olds. It's hard to think that before this invention, eight years to the day of their birth, human beings simply skipped ahead to being 12 years old. It was only because of Jordan that humans, cats, dogs, cows alike go from one to two to three to four to five to six to seven to 32 to 12. This invention is said to have single-handedly increased the lifespan of every human being on Earth, including the dead ones, like Jordan. Well, thank you all very much for coming in to the funeral today. And I know it's dragged on. It's been an absolute bore. No, no, none of us really want to be here, but we all stayed, and that, that's what—that's what counts, I think. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank our organ player for Oh my god, oh, shit! Fucking hell! There's lightning just struck the coffin! It's, uh, what's that? Who's, who's coming? No, it can't be! It's, it's, it's oh, heavens! Jordan Reynolds, a man of many talents, a man 
who understood what it was like to be touched as a child. Scratch that. This is a eulogy, not a confession. Jordan Reynolds was a man of many talents, a man who who primarily coasted through life using handsomeness, suaveness, intelligence, roguish good looks, charm, beautiful eyes, and a massive, massive penis. Jordan Reynolds was a well-read man, as many people have commented. He was an interesting man to talk to, someone who could understand and appreciate your personal point of view without paying attention. And so began, or so ends even, the life of the man that the people here today were proud to call their collective father, grandfather and brother. Jordan was a reliable, hard-working, kind and considerate man. But despite his worsening illness, he never grumbled or complained about his sometimes obvious discomfort, especially during the multiple prolapses that led to his death via anal hemorrhaging. He wasn't a materialistic person. He was more content with what he had already around him, including all his materialistic possessions, including his Xbox, his violin and his flashlight. Jordan was a friend to so many people and touched so many lives in so many different ways. And his integrity was never questioned, even during the abuse case of 2013 and the murder acquittal of 2014. He had very strong principles that he believed in, but never really lived by, and a great sense of humour. He was extremely witty and incredibly sharp, especially on all of his corners. A focus of love and affection radiated out from him and touched those of us who were privileged, privileged to know him, privileged to talk to him, privileged to be included. We all have many happy memories of Jordan and these we must hold dear in our hearts and cherish as he cherished us. But now, now we must lay him to sleep. Sleep that will never end. End like this episode of Verbal Discharge. John, final word of the show.
Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the, how you say, shed. She was looking kinda dumb with her finger. <laughs> 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 